<laughs> I swear to God, I'm the only person who can sit in a room all by myself and laugh or find something funny to laugh at. Or <sighs> Anyway, what's up, bitches? This is Sarcastic Hunt, and you are listening to another edition of Shameless Adventures. I have been wanting to talk about this for, like, forever. And not that Christopher doesn't and isn't down to discuss it. And at some point, I'm sure we will together as a unit. But I just kind of want to get this out there because... Well, because I didn't have anything else to do. So anyway, let me just say this. Not every topic that I'm going to talk about or that the two of us are going to talk about is going to be sexy. Because the human body is not always sexy. Sometimes it's fucking gross. Like nature and shit is gross. And we just need to discuss the realities of it. It can't always be perky boobs and smooth skin. Sometimes you got to talk about gross stuff. So... Before we get all finger pointy and blame the women for their leaking bits and stuff, I just want to say, and I can talk about this for a long time, actually, but I'll be brief. Guys are kind of gross, too. Guys are disgusting, actually. I'm I'm bisexual. I'm very openly bisexual. I love men just as much as I love women. I think that men are just as much eye candy as women are. However... It's not all men. (laughs) Uh, It's not all men that are attractive. Some work needs to go into your upkeep and stuff. So anyway, even though you guys don't get your menses, um, a.k.a. your period, ant flow, your rag, whatever you guys want to call it, because, you know, it is what it is. Um, So you guys don't get your menses, you don't get your periods, but to be honest with you, my period and everything that comes with it and from it and out of it is natural. Like it's supposed to freaking happen. Like not just for procreation, but just, just to keep us fucking bitches sane. We're supposed to get our period. It's written somewhere. I don't know. So naturally, um, it happens. So, with that said, what the fuck is up with all of your hair? Like, and it's not just on your head, because I know some of you, once you cross over from, like, middle age, in some cases, it's over 35, and in a lot of men I've encountered lately, it's even over 25. Some of you don't even have any fucking hair on your head. All this crazy shit is growing from, like, your nose hairs down. So, let's talk about that crazy shit, because... The last time I checked, dudes, it's not 1974. It's not. I understand that there's like been a resurgence of all things 80s and, you know, it's cool to wear day glow again. But (laughs) I just can't talk about like a dude with a bush without laughing because the truth of the matter is it's not 1974 and John Holmes wants his massive pube afro back because pubic hair is gross. Now, before you all send me messages telling me about how medically important it is to have pubic hair and it's good for the, like, protection of your, like, vaginal and penal environment and it's, like, germ collectors and it's supposed to be there, I'm going to call bullshit on that because, okay, let me try to be, let me just take it down a notch and be sweet. I'm a fan of women who are naturists in their body, not just 
sometimes when you hear the word naturist, you think somebody who likes to be naked all the time. And I'm a fan of that as well. Uh, what I'm talking about is they don't shave their armpits. They don't shave their legs. They don't tweeze their eyebrows and they don't shave or wax their bikini area so that their vagina is hidden behind all of this, these secrets. <laughs> and yes, it, it is in some cases, I kind of like a hot hippie. I, I've always, it's probably on my bucket list and eventually in my lifetime I'll scratch it off. Maybe it's just because I like the smell of patchouli. I don't know. But it's very hippie-ish and very bohemian and... I get it. You know, it's it's girl power. You don't shave your shit and you keep everything natural the way like Mother Earth intended. But I'm being real when I say this. I don't want to put my mouth on that. I, I understand that you can be just as filthy dirty with a bare vagina and a completely manscaped penis and be just as like just be a huge stink monkey anyway. <laughs> like I get that. So it's possible that you could be meticulous in your manscaping and ladyscaping and still just be a hot, gross mess. So yes, if we're going to debate that, then hands down, you win that. But what I'm telling you is as a swinger, it's one thing to look at. I go to hedonism too in a girl Jamaica and I am a fan of everybody, all body types, all everything, whether it's a full bush, no bush, little landing strip, you know, even dudes with mullets. Like, I'm just all about, I don't know about that. I'm all about just free love and being who you are and embracing that part of you and not judging. But when we're talking sex, and this is a swinger podcast, so it's not just all about what you look like, it's what you also bring to the table once your naked ass is there. So when I talk about manscaping and ladyscaping, I'm not just talking about them in, I'm not just talking about them with uh, nudist resorts and stuff. I'm talking about this. We're talking swinging. We're talking, you know, his dick and my mouth and her pussy and his mouth and even my mouth. It's a whole big thing. We're doing everything. So in the swinging situation, I feel funny that I just had to like explain <laughs> the dynamics of swinging and sex, but whatever. Maybe I didn't have to. Maybe I just took it one step too far and whatever, shoot me. All I'm saying is when we're fucking, I don't want it to be, I don't want to think about my grandparents or my dad or like some old guy that, uh, I don't want to think about it. So Sometimes when you reach a certain age, your chest hairs, your pubes, your back hair, and even in some cases, gentlemen, hold on to your hats, your fucking ear hair and your nose hair and your eyebrows, they all turn colors. They go gray. And I understand aging happens and I'm not some complete douchebag. But if you're like 35 years old and you've gone a little prematurely gray and your fucking chest and your back look like this, like, shaggy bath mat. This is where I'm telling you, and, and, it's, and it's moving towards your dick. This is where I'm telling you, I don't want to put any of what you got in my mouth. I don't want you rubbing it up against me. I don't want it touching me. I don't want to kiss you. I don't even want to pretend to like you. 
Because for me, for me, this is about Michelle, I just don't find it sexy. Chris occasionally will have a little bit of chest hair. It's this tiny little tuft. And now that it's sort of going gray, because, you know, we're in our 40s, um, the first thing I say to him all the time is, babe, I love you. Shave that shit. Because it ages him prematurely. 42 is not 62. And maybe at 62, I'll feel differently and think all men look like Piers Brosnan and I'll want fucking gray chest hair and ball hair in my face. But until then, um, no. No, I don't want, no, I don't want it. (laughs) I don't want to see it. I don't want it in my mouth. I don't want it near me. I don't want to hump it. I don't think it's sexy. Um, So that's where the manscaping comes in. Now, granted, because I do go to nude resorts and I I, I do go to swinger parties and the like, and sometimes they are clothing optional, I see a lot of naked motherfuckers, like a lot and the women, they, they represent, and a lot of them maintain. It's very rare that I'll see like a full bush and just an unkempt chick. Most of them, most women who just don't give any fucks anymore and never shave and just rock their full bush are probably over 50. And in that regard, maybe in the next 10 or 15 years, I might get like that don't give a fuck attitude as well. And I'll just rock a full bush too. But I think that I will trim it. It's okay to just rock your roots. I get it. But it's not okay because if it's not growing in evenly, because I've seen some patchy fucking bushes, if it's not growing in evenly, you need to fix that shit. You wouldn't go out like with lipstick on your teeth or with your hair uncombed or your fucking manicure all chipped. So, you know, treat your pussy the same fucking way. If your pussy's not top notch, if your pussy's not pretty and if it looks like a rat's nest, then other people are going to think that of you. And sure, there are people, I'm sure, who get laid anyway, even though their shit's all kinds of fucking rough. <laughs> but I, for one, am not a fan of roughness. So, ladies, if you do love to grow your bush, and and if your husband likes to grow his bush as well, because, ladies, let's be fucking honest, it's your responsibility like, I'm tired of this bullshit where the guy, it's up to him. Fuck that. If You fuck him. So maybe you're just used to it because it's dark in your condo and you don't give a shit. But the truth of the matter is, if you wouldn't fuck him, if you're sick of his shit and you're looking to fuck another new stud, then other ladies aren't going to want to, like, fuck him either. So get on that. You are in charge. You are his partner in, cr- in crime. He might drive you places and you sit in the passenger seat. But when it comes to fucking, you need to be on point, be his wingman, trim his shit and make sure it stays diligent and neat. And the same goes for dudes. Like if your wife's bush is all out of control and it, and it's so overgrown, it's growing dreads, then you need to fucking regulate it. You don't have to cut it. Like you don't have to shave it off rather, but trim it, take a little buzzer, run some shit over it. You don't need, nobody wants to see like six stray hairs on a pussy. And the same goes for a dude. Nobody wants to see like It's not hide and go seek. I don't want to try to find your peen. I don't want to look for it. I don't want to pull and push hair back and like fluff it down to get to it. And I damn sure don't want that shit in my mouth. So, and also totally, this is something that's important. Hair holds smell. No matter how clean you are, no matter how how much fucking lavender oil you use on your shit and all your fancy soaps from Lush, if there's a lot of fucking hair and it's 95 degrees in your panties, guess what, bitch? It's going to hold all of the 
undercarriageness close to your lady and man bits. And when I'm about to put my mouth on it, that's all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about all the errands you ran that day, where you went, who you talked to, how tight your pants are. I don't want to fucking think about it. That's too complicated and too invested. I just, I just want to have a good time. And if I have to regulate my own husband, I damn sure don't want to regulate yours. I just want to enjoy him. So help me help you in having a really good time. Let's just manscape this shit. Let's just keep, let's look woosah. Get yourself a really good pair of clippers. You can get them on Amazon. You can go to any pharmacy. They're really not expensive. You don't have to use like a straight razor or an actual razor razor with shaving cream. Use a scissor and use one of these little clippers and just keep everything neat and tidy and clean and aesthetically pleasing. And it also cuts down on the stench. Oh, come on. Like pussy smell, bitches. I'm not like... I'm not breaking it down for you. Like, I'm not informing you for the first time. You know, pussies and dicks don't smell pretty all the time. Unless you just came fresh out the shower, then sometimes stuff adheres to it and you take that shit into every situation that you go in. So let's just, what I'm saying is just trim your shit. That's basically what it is. And especially because I go to nude resorts, especially, Especially if you go to a nude resort like Hedonism in in Jamaica and you get naked, I can tell you right now, no one's looking at your scars. No one's looking at, like, if you've had double mastectomies, if you've had C-sections, if you've had gastric bypass, if you've had, if you've been, if you were shot in Vietnam, no one's looking at your war wounds. But I will tell you this, if you come out with a Bozo the Clown wig around your dick, every bitch in there is going to notice. So, sure, your body type and your size doesn't matter, but if you have a full, like, like one of those wreaths that you buy at Michael's right around, like, Halloween, hanging around your peen, no, no, and people are going to look. <laughs> so, regulate your junk, keep your shit neat, and also, gentlemen, when your shit is nice and trim, it's more appealing, and when it's nice and clean, well, like, when Chris is freshly shaven, I want to put that whole fucking thing in my mouth, and I don't know if it's just me, I don't know, but I can tell you right now, I think it looks fucking sexy, and it smells good, and it tastes good, and I want all of it in my face, so you want to get laid? And not just by the, like, your wife that you've taken, who also has a bush. Just invest in a fucking $20 shaver. Shape, give yourself a shape up. (laughs) You know, and thank me later. (laughs) But I should say also, um, because we were just talking about Jamaica, it's it's important, um, not just for sex, because not everybody who goes to Jamaica is a swinger. There are some people who are just hedonists and nudists and who like to let all their shit hang out. I'm also going to tell you this, that if you share a swimming pool with these people and you share the ocean with these people, um, so you don't have to share a bed with somebody for them to look at you like you're fucking seven kinds of crazy. If you have like a full Tom Selleck, and don't tell me you motherfuckers don't know what Tom Selleck's chest hair looked like in Magnum P.I. because that shit was crazy. If you have full Tom Selleck chest hair and it's like smattered with gray and stuff and it just looks, it just looks old and tired. Once you come in and out of the pools and in and out of the ocean, it just, it's like, it's like walking around with a Maltese strapped to your chest. So 
it's actually, if you just trimmed your shit, it's actually aiding you. So whether or not you're a swinger or not, just take a look at yourself in the mirror and think about it. It's aging you. So if you're 55 and you have full shag carpeting on your chest and on your back, it's since that's just not how it is. Look at Channing Tatum and look at anybody who takes their shirt off in this decade. There's, they don't even have like smeckerings of chest hair or back hair. Everything is just shiny like a baby's butt. So I'm not saying you have to go full baby butt, but just think about keeping up with the times. And if you're 65 and older, don't blame your age on that shit either. Because if you're in a nude resort that parties with, you know, and caters to swingers, then you're kind of hip with the times. So get yourself a fucking razor, shave that shit, because nobody wants to see that. It's not sexy. I didn't pay $4,000 for my vacation so that I could look at you and secretly want to, like, slip you a roofie so that I could fucking shave you bald while you slept under the trees is all I'm saying. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. For the record, it's not just chests and balls and asses. And keep in mind, asses are huge too. Like, shave your ass, dude. Because, you know, because asses aren't all pretty. And guys' asses especially. It's very rare that I look at a guy's ass and I'm like, huh, jeez, that looks just like cheesecake and I can't wait to serve myself a slice. No, it's sometimes some asses, some guys' asses, I do say that. Heart, I love a little heart-shaped tan ass. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. However, not all man's asses are built that way. And I don't want to see... I just don't want your ass to look like a Muppet coming towards me in a sex situation or in a lifestyle resort situation. So, bitches, keep your men trim. Check your man, shave him, guide him, keep everything correct. And it's not just asses, chests, and balls. It's also armpits. Armpits are huge. It's a big thing. I know some chicks might dig it. Um, it's just, it's just a lot. It's just gonna weigh you down. I would be more afraid that, like, after a couple of like purple rains at, <laughs> in Jamaica, all that chest hair is just you're just gonna like get sucked into the filter, and no one's ever gonna see you again. So, dude and ladies. Learn your responsibilities. Do what you got to do. And like I said, it's not just your undercarriage and your chest. It's your armpits. It's also your ears, your nose, and your eyebrows. No one wants to see Chewbacca coming towards them in the Caribbean. Or when somebody dims the lights in a swing situation and you're all about to get naked and do the nasty. So I know some people might have a fetish for dudes in fur costumes um i'm not one of them so anyway so enough about men i'm done bashing them for now <laughs> now we get to talk about why ladies are gross first half we bash the men and the second half we bash the ladies anyway so the obviously we talked about ladyscaping and how important i think that that is um, I know there are some women who will just fight me tooth and nail about their right to have a full bush, and that's fine. You're entitled to do whatever you want. You should just know that me, 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 right, right here, this girl right here is not putting her mouth on you if you have a full bush. I can't get turned on. I can't get past your right and your and your freedom and your liberation with your bush to want to to want to munch on you is what I'm saying. 
So anyway, but uh, <laughs> so it's not about that anymore. Now we're going to talk about um, something that's probably going to gross a lot of people out, but we're going to talk about your periods. And once upon a time, uh, maybe seven or eight years ago, when we were really first getting into the lifestyle, um, a period was like a done deal for me. If I got my period, I needed to like time it perfectly and hope that I would get my period on a Sunday and it would be finished by Thursday so that we could party and we never really lost any weekend time. But Mother Nature has, she's just a cruel, cruel bitch. And sometimes that doesn't happen. And for some women, especially women who've had multiple children, um, periods are some serious mood killers. And it's not just between your spouse. Um, because if you're married to somebody for a really long time, I know I'm not the only person that's going to say this, but my husband gives no fucks about my period. If I'm bleeding, he just gets a towel and a washcloth and we go handle our business. Unfortunately, oh, stop. I know people are like, oh, but it's, it's, it's clean. I'm, he, I, I've, I've brought forth his children. So if he can't, you know, close his eyes really tight and pretend that it's, it's just vaginal wetness and not blood, then we have problems. Um, although I should say, I don't know if anybody's listening. I should say if his dick bled once a week for a month, I don't know if I put my mouth on it. So I give him credit. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, it's a mood killer. It, it could mean the difference between, and if you're planning on like a Caribbean vacation or a nude vacation, it could be the difference between canceling your trip or having a really shitty time. Because in some areas, especially in uh, hedonism, uh, you can't party in the naked side with your bottoms on. I know there's places like Temptation in Cancun and even in Desire, which is clothing optional, they don't really force the issue of you not having your bottoms on or off. So if you have your period and you use a tampon and you don't want anybody to see your string, it's very simple and easy for you to wear a pair of bottoms and just be done with it. Um, and nobody would be the wiser. However, um, because I like to party on the nude side, it's, and keep in mind, totally random. When I was in Jamaica a few years ago in the spring, uh, a friend of ours who was traveling in our group, uh, unexpectedly got her period mid vacation and she put her bottoms on. I don't know if it's because she was wearing a tampon and she was insecure or maybe because some people can't even wear tampons. So don't even get me started on that. Um, because I, for one, was one of those people for a very long time. So some people can't, whether it's for religious purposes or just because they're just, they just never can or depends on how heavy their flow is. I know this is like not the sexiest thing in the whole world, but bear with me because if you can bang out a pussy like a porn star, you can listen about what happens to it for seven days out of the week. So anyway, so some people just can't use a tampon. And this particular woman, I don't know if she could or she couldn't, but she was asked to leave the nude section of the of the nude pool because she had her bottoms on. And her husband was irate, and I felt so bad for the both of them because it was their first time, I believe, coming. And it's just a mood killer and a, and a vacation ruiner. And thankfully, uh, a bunch of the ladies got together and helped her out. And I'm pretty sure what they helped her out with was something um, called a cup, which is like a diva's cup or... Um, a soft cup. And I'm going to tell you something right now because I'm a swinger. 
the Divas Cup is good for when you have your period and you don't have an extremely heavy flow. And in some cases, if you do have a heavy flow, it's cool. You totally can. You just have to like, you just kind of have to dig up in there every so often and change and wash the cup and put it back in so that you don't embarrass yourself. Um, I know, right? That, that's This is totally not the sexiest conversation I've ever had, but it needs to happen, people. Anyway, so there is the Divas Cup and I'm a fan of it because it's, for me, with who somebody who has a light flow, it's ideal because I don't have to change it for 12 hours. It stays in for 12 hours. Nothing about it is bad for my skin or my, in, you know, anything internally. It's not going to give me an infection. I'm not going to get uh, toxic shock sh- syndrome, which is a huge deal if you use tampons. So it's just this feeling of safety of knowing that you know, I don't have to wear a pad. I don't have to worry about an odor, which for women, when you have your period, that's, that's really a crucial thing because even if you're going to a nude resort or even if you're going to a swing event and you don't plan on fucking anybody, but you still want to dress sexy, uh, using a tampon doesn't prevent you from having any kind of like fishy, weird odor. And it's just gross. Like, so this diva's cup, um, you can Google it. I'm not going to really come into any more detail than that because they're not paying me. Um, you can Google it and and there's several sizes for all types of women and, and women who've had children and women who haven't. And what you can do is you slip it inside and you get 12-hour protection. And if you're going to like a nude beach or a nude resort like Hedonism or Temptations or Desire, that's perfection because you can just like set it and forget it and don't have to fucking worry about it until the end of the day when you're probably going back to your room to take a shower and get ready for the nightly events anyway. And the fact that there's no odor and it's like this perfect odor blocker is amazeballs. The only downside to the Divas Cup, and there's also one called like a Luna Cup and stuff like this, and Moon Cups, I think. I'm not 100% sure, although technically I think a Luna Cup is a Moon Cup, but whatever. Don't don't punch me in the face. Don't sh- Just listen to the message. Don't shoot the messenger. Um you cannot have sex with it. You can't even get fingered with it because you can feel it. It's like literally right at the tip of the entrance to your vagina because that's how you kind of squeeze and release the suction to get it out because anyway, just use your imagination. And so you can't, you know, you can't mess around with it. If you're just going to chill and relax in the beach and not have to worry about changing it or going to the bathroom with like a little piece of, you know, a little your tampon in its wrapper palmed in your hand to go into the to the bathroom and any of the resorts that you're going to to change your tampon. I think a Divas Cup is kind of magical in the regards that you don't have to do any of that shit. You could, like I said, you set it and forget it and you don't have to think about it. But if what you're looking for is a little nookie on the side of the pool, then a Divas Cup is not for you. What you should be using instead, and coincidentally, that's the name it used to have many years ago. It was called an instead, but now it's actually called a soft cup. You can put these little plastic discs inside your vagina. You put one of them, obviously, not discs as in multiple. And it kind of looks like a diaphragm or what I imagine a diaphragm to look like, because I have seven kids, so I've never even seen that form of birth control before. <laughs> if it looks like a diaphragm and you stick it in your in your hoo-ha and you can fuck with it. So all of this, 
all of this like anxiety and headache, especially for me that I used to have during my men's season when Aunt Flo used to come to town. Because I don't know if I'm the only one, but when I get my period, I'm horny as fuck. And all I want to do is like, well, all I want to do is fuck. So when I get my period, that's all I want to do. And I can't expect some strange dude to be okay with laying a towel down and taking a washcloth to bed. So these magic, these magic cups are allowing you to, A, this, they're affording you the same privilege as your, as your diva cup, um, meaning that you can have 12 hours of uninterrupted leisure, vag- vaginal leisure. And, but you f- can fuck with them. Like, and I have had sex with them and no one has been the wiser. So what I'm saying is, it's a game changer. So if you were really worried about your period fucking up your Caribbean vacation or fucking up your honeymoon or fucking up a swing venture or a night out on the town with your boo, I'm telling you right now, your period, Aunt Flo, ain't gonna fuck with it no mo. What you're gonna do is you're either gonna experiment. That's what I say, ladies. Go to the store. Uh, although I know for a fact that the Divas Cup is a little hard to find in stores, your best bet is to order it online. Go to Divas Cup. Get yourself, you know, experiment. I don't know if you're if you have a wide set vagina or not. Go read the directions and try to figure it out. And then also purchase yourself the soft cup so that you know, because you know your man thinks your pussy's out of commission for the week that you have your fucking period. So wouldn't it be amazing if you're like messaging him while he's at work and he thinks you're all crampy and gross and nothing's going to happen and and he's not looking forward to any of your meatloaf pussy? I know, I know, I know, that's tasteless. Um, but how how awesome would it be if you like surprised him at the door all sexed out and stuff and ready to bang? And no blood, no nothing, no mess, no fuss, no nothing. So, yeah. Essentially, what I was trying to say is (laughs) women's bodies are disgusting and once a month we get our period. Also, I should say that there are (laughs) – I'm not going to diss a tampon. If you use a tampon, that's fine. I'm not not trying to endorse anything. Divas Cup and Soft Cup aren't paying me in any way, shape, or form – What I am saying is that while you're on vacation, it should be perfection for you. So no worries, no stress, no headaches. If you've been using a tampon for the last 30 years and that works for you, then fine. Pack as many as you need and take them with you because they're really, really expensive in the Caribbean. (laughs) Actually, it's not that they're expensive. It's just that if you wear a specific size or if you don't use you know, scented or unscented, you're not going to find your brand in the gift shop because they only have a couple. So if you are particular about the wads of cotton you stuff into your vagina and you are absolutely anti-plastic rings and don't care if you get to fuck your husband while you have your period, then by all means, bring all of, bring all of the cotton ponies on your vacation and disregard this entire last 20 minutes. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, so yes. Um, it's, it's, this ended up going into a totally different direction than I thought it was going to go. Originally, we were talking about men in their hairy armpits and their hairy asses. And somehow we're talking about shoving wads of cotton into our vaginas. And so this is what it's like to be my friend. I make no apologies for the weirdness that comes out of my mouth. 
this is just me. Anyway, so yeah. So what did we cover today? What did we learn, class? We learned that shaving your balls is important. And it totally, totally is. We also learned that keeping your vagina shaved or trim is important if you would like for people to put their mouth on it. Um, I'm not saying that just because you have hair that it smells like a tackle box. But what I am saying is aesthetically, less is more. And that goes for hair, please. (laughs) So just keep it neat. Keep it clean and tidy. Like if you dust under your dressers and you like, and you have a special Swiffer for your ceiling fans, then you're a special kind of a meticulous asshole. And what I'm telling you is if you do that and you let your fucking bush go all crazy, like snuffleupagus, then the real problem is you're the real problem is what I'm saying. (laughs) So trim your bushes. All of your bushes. Make sure your husband has two eyebrows when he gets on the plane and not one. Um, and sh- and it's I'm not asking him to like get a lady bick and shave his armpits, but get a scissor and trim that shit because it, it's when you're in the water, sh- your hair becomes really buoyant and it just just looks like kelp under his arms. So just regulate your man's shit, ladies and men. Regulate your women's shit as well. Make sure she doesn't have those six kinky hairs all out of control down there. Keep everything nice and neat. Um, I don't really care what she does with her armpits or her legs because I'm really not looking on those. If you really want one of those chicks who don't want to shave ever anything, I guess I'm okay with your hairy pits and I'm, I can be okay with your hairy legs if you're blonde, I guess. But the bush, I draw the line. Like you just need to, you just need to like, I'm not saying you need to look like a four-year-old. I'm just saying it it needs to be, it just needs to, you know what I mean. Just get it together. It's, (laughs) you're not Linda Lovelace, honey. Nobody needs to see your full bush. (sighs) Anyway, this went bad. (laughs) This got angry really fast. So yeah, keep your shit straight and... Ladies, the end of the world is not near if you have your period. So I hope that this podcast has helped you in anything. And if it hasn't helped you in anything, I hope it at least has entertained you. This is 35 minutes of your life that you may or may not ever get back. I don't know. But I'm hopeful that I was able to educate you on the ways and means to making yourself look cuter than you really are. So, yeah. Trim your stuff. Clog your holes. (laughs) I'll see you on the beach. (laughs) Anyway, this has been another edition of Shameless Adventures. I am Sarcastic Cunt. You can find me and Chris on shamelessadventures.com. And you could definitely email us at shamelessadventures.com as well. Just follow the little links to contact us. Don't forget to join our mailing list because in the next couple of weeks, we are going to give away some sweet Hedo swag. I can't tell you what it is. It's a surprise. And we'll be giving away lots of goodies and giveaways over the next couple of months. So you're not going to want to miss that. So that's it, I guess. I guess I'm done with you bitches. Anyway, this has been Shameless Adventures. (laughs) 
I'm Michelle, aka Sarcastic Cunt. And I'm out, bitches. Later.